Hey guys, welcome to episode zero, uh, the pilot episode, or uh, you could call it kind of a trailer of the Lobuck LS podcast. So uh, this podcast is going to be about getting affordable performance out of your LS engine, and uh, it's mainly going to be focused on the uh, the truck engines, the 4.8, the 5.3, and the 6 liter Vortec um, LS engines, or Actually, some of the purists don't even consider the truck engines an actual LS engine because they don't have, like, they'll say uh, an LS engine is like the LS1, LS2, LS6, LS7, but the truck engines have RPO codes like LM7, LQ4, LQ9, but they're still part of the LS family and uh, they're still an LS-based engine. They're super affordable and these iron block Vortec truck engines actually hold up to boost better than the aluminum block engines in the LS1 and LS3 and stuff like that. So that's kind of going to be what my main focus is, is uh, getting affordable performance out of these uh, LS-based truck engines. And we'll also, we may touch a little bit on the the transmissions that go behind them, the 4L60E, the 4L80E, and I haven't done any content on it yet, but uh, I want to get into the TH400 or Turbo 400 at some point in the future. So I just wanted to introduce myself. Uh, my name's Randy. I'm the founder of the Low Buck LS YouTube channel. So I just want to introduce this new podcast and talk about some of the topics I'll be covering on it. So there's a couple reasons I want to try start a podcast. One of them is there seems to be a lot of demand for accurate information on doing these LS swaps and getting affordable power out of these LS engines, putting a turbo and stuff on them. There seems to be a lot of inaccurate information out there on Facebook, so I want to try and help the LS swap and LS turbo community by uh, putting out accurate information on how to do these swaps. And the other thing is, as you can probably tell, I'm not a great speaker and I'm kind of an introvert by uh, in, in real life, so I want to get better at my speaking skills. So the best way to uh, get better at something is by practicing and by doing it on a regular basis so by cranking out an episode every every week or so that'll uh, help my uh, speaking skills and help me come out of my shell a bit and I think it'll also be a good way to uh, grow the following for the channel and you know it's always good to have options as far as the way you consume your technical information and I'm kind of planning on doing a series where I'll be going through the same content on the uh, the YouTube channel and I'll have written blog posts and we'll do a podcast about the same topics so I'm kind of planning for the YouTube channel that up until this point basically every video has been about me working on the truck or doing tuning on the truck we'll still have that that kind of stuff but we'll also have videos like this where we're talking about technical content and how to do various things and sharing uh, some information so we live in a pretty amazing time to be a car guy like when I grew up in a small town in northern Alberta the fastest car in town was probably like a high 11 second car and that guy had spent a ton of money and probably got I don't know, 400-ish horsepower for for all that money. But uh, in this day and age, you can go to pick and pull or your local junkyard, whatever uh, 
you know, salvage yard you have in your area and get a 5.3 truck engine for a couple hundred bucks and put a, you know, a cam and lifters in it for another three or four hundred bucks and have that same 400 horsepower that the uh, the old school guy got for way less money. And if you want to spend a little bit more money, you can bolt a, a cheap turbo on that 5.3 and get you know five or six hundred uh, wheel horsepower out of it and with a few more upgrades and the right combination you can probably get you know up to 800 or even pushing a thousand horsepower out of a relatively stock 5.3 liter truck engine or 4.8 or 6 liter and you're getting that 800 or a thousand horsepower for about the same money that the old school guy spent to get his 400-ish horsepower, so it's a pretty uh, good time to uh, be in the car hobby. These uh, LS engines are a pretty good uh, opportunity, and they're not going to be around forever. Like you're, you're already finding, um, like I know in certain junkyards in the states, it's they're getting picked through already, and you're finding less of these uh, 5.3 and 6-liter and 4.8 engines, and. I know even where I usually go in Calgary to the pick and pull, like if a six liter engine comes in, you better be there that day or it's uh, it's going to be gone by guys who, who are looking for this cheap horsepower. So I wanted to talk about why these truck engines are so popular. Um, basically, they're a super versatile engine that can be swapped into just about anything. They're a, a light and a small compact platform that uh, like it's way smaller than like a coyote or a ford uh, mod motor or anything like that so they can be swapped into just about anything like um there's they're popular with c10s fox body mustangs old muscle cars um like 80s g bodies like the uh, monte carlos and uh, old cutlasses and uh, i can't remember what the other g body models are but uh there's also guys swapping them into Jeeps and like the import uh, little Japanese cars like 240SXs and Miatas and uh, RX-7s and stuff like that. And then uh, you also see some fairly unique uh, LS swaps like in our Facebook group. Um, there's a guy who swapped, uh, put an LS in like a Land Rover Discovery and there's another guy that's put one into like a rock crawler or rock bouncer like it's basically a full tube chassis um four seat off-road buggy and he's using one of these ls based truck engines so, so there's all kinds of platforms that these engines are a good fit for or uh, michael narks with narks Elliptic customs he's swapped these ls engines into like an old school toyota land cruiser uh mid 60s c10 and he's starting a project where he's swapping one of these engines into a an old school jeep grand wagoneer so the options are just about limitless as to uh, what uh, kind of vehicles you can put these engines into or you can uh, just leave it in the uh, vehicle that it came in, like the uh, truck behind me. That's my uh, project that I call the low buck truck. It's a 2000 uh, Chevy Silverado with the 5.3 liter that came with it. 
but it's got uh, VS Racing 7875 Turbo on it and uh, a few other things done to it. I also want to talk about what I mean by low buck when you hear the name of my channel, Low Buck LS, or when you hear the name of this podcast, you might think that means that I want to do things as absolutely as cheap as possible all of the time, and that's not the case. I'm uh, not always about doing things the cheapest way possible. I'm more about getting bang for the buck like if I could spend a little bit more money and get a lot more performance I'll take that all day over doing things the cheapest way possible and getting mediocre performance so being low buck is more about getting maximum horsepower per dollar than doing things the cheapest way possible so here are some of the topics I want to talk about uh, on this podcast in uh, upcoming episodes uh, the first thing I want to cover is kind of the evolution of these uh, Vortec truck engines, the 4.8, 5.3, and 6 liter, and kind of talk about how they evolved through uh, Gen 3 and Gen 4. Um, I'm not going to get much into the Gen 5 things because they are not low buck, but I want to cover like what all those different RPO codes mean, like the LM7 and LQ4 and uh, LQ9 and which of those are best for uh, an LS swap or LS turbo project and how to identify those at the junkyard, um, how to tell yeah, if they're a Gen 3 or Gen 4, um, what the different features are of, uh, you know, like some of them are uh, have a cable operated throttle, some of them ha- are drive-by-wire and have an electronic throttle and some of them have flex fuel, but I kind of want to create a guide of uh, what the different uh, models of these truck engines are and the pros and cons of each and which ones to look for when you're hunting for a donor in the junkyard. After that I'd like to do an episode on uh, the generations of computers in these Gen 3 and Gen 4 truck engines from the P01 to P59 and E38 and E40 and E67 and kind of do the same thing discuss the pros and cons of each and what features each ones have and uh, which ones are best for a candidate for your swap and how to tell them apart. I also want to talk about whether you should keep the stock ECU or go with something like the Holly Terminator X or something like a Mega Squirt and talk about the different methods of tuning like with the stock ECU you can use HP tuners or LS Droid on the uh, old Gen 3 stuff or uh, in the future I want to cover the uh, Holly software as well but I don't actually have a Holly Terminator system yet so that'll be uh, down the road some. Another thing I want to cover in a future episode is setting goals for your project and why it's important to do that at the start of your project before you uh, start buying parts and stuff um, because a lot of the decisions that you make with regards to your project like uh, the type of fuel you're going to run the size of your injectors the size of your fuel pump the size of your turbo all of that is going to depend on uh, what your goals are for the project and even stuff like which transmission you want to run and all that it all all uh, depends on what your goals are for the project like your goals might be like Matt Happel with sloppy mechanics says you know just a vehicle to go out and get ice cream and do burnouts or uh, you might have a certain horsepower goal or a certain ET goal like for my low buck truck um, I set a goal of running 1150s in the quarter mile so 
that all uh, factors into uh, what size of injectors I need and what size of fuel pump I need and what kind of fuel I run and all that. So we'll go over how to set those goals for your project. And then we're going to do an episode talking about power adders for your LS engine and we're going to compare the, the turbos versus superchargers versus nitrous and talk about the pros and cons of each and uh, why I chose what I did and uh, the uh, the one thing that I hate about my uh, LS turbo truck and then for the rest of the uh, the series this is probably just going to be like a podcast season like I don't know we might do six or eight or ten episodes and then take a break and see how things go but for the rest of the season we'll focus mainly on turbocharging um, because that's what I have the most experience in I've never actually owned a supercharged or nitrous vehicle but I do own the uh the low buck turbo truck so that's kind of the direction we'll go in for the rest of the season so i'll uh, do an episode on choosing a turbocharger for your ls project how to size it and how to size the wastegate and we'll talk about some different tools for uh, choosing a turbocharger um the old school way uh, kind of the textbook way of sizing a turbocharger using compressor maps um, Borg Warner has a tool on their website that's useful for sizing or, or choosing a turbocharger. We'll go over how to use that and we'll talk about why sometimes those tools don't work and we'll also give some recommendations on some companies that uh, can help you out when it comes time to choose a turbo for your LS project. Then I want to do an episode on uh, designing and fabricating the hot side for your uh, your turbo system. I want to talk about what your various options are like the uh, building your own um, log manifold. There's a few different options as far as a, a pre-made log manifold. Um, there's some guys that use the truck manifolds and flip them over and uh, fabricate their, uh, their hot side from that and then uh, using tubular headers and we'll talk about the pros and cons of each and uh, you know wastegate uh, design like where the wastegate should be in your system and how to optimize it. Then I want to do an episode on fuel system design. We'll talk about how to uh, do some calculations and figure out what size of injectors you need and what size of fuel pump you need. And we'll talk about various options for your fuel pump, like upgrading the in-tank pump in, in your stock tank, which is what I did on my truck, or uh, some options for external fuel pumps. We'll talk about your options for fuel injectors, from uh, running decap truck injectors to uh, snake eater performance injectors. I've heard good things about them. Uh, to uh, the, the more high-end injectors like injector dynamics and stuff like that. We'll talk about why having correct injector data is important and we'll talk about uh, designing the rest of your fuel system like your main fuel line and your return fuel line and what size they should be and whether you should uh, run a returnless system like some of the the, the Gen 4 trucks the like 04 and newer run a returnless system with a fuel pressure control module. Those ones don't have a return line, so we'll talk about if you should convert that to a returnless system, and we'll talk about fuel pressure regulators as well. And while we're on the topic, we'll uh, 
talk about what fuel you should run, whether you should run pump gas or E85 or race gas and what the pros and cons are of each of those different kinds of fuel. I also want to talk about uh, turbo lubrication and what the best practices are for plumbing your uh, oil feed line and drain line for your turbo, um, whether you should run a restrictor on your oil feed line, um, what the different lubrication requirements are if you have a journal bearing turbo versus like a ceramic ball bearing turbo. And we'll also touch on the TurboSmart oil pressure regulator for your turbo oil feed. Then I want to do an episode that talks about uh, the various sensors on your engine and the electronics and, and wiring and uh, ignition and all that type of thing. We'll talk about choosing a wideband O2 gauge and the different ways of tying it into your system. Um, like if you've got HP tuners and you've got a newer wideband O2, you can tie it in so it communicates over serial to HP tuners. Or uh, there's a couple different ways you can wire it in so it uses the zero to five volt analog signal. So we'll talk about the pros and cons of each of those different ways. We'll talk about installing uh, a two or three bar map sensor, um, the stock map sensor on these uh, truck engines doesn't measure boost so we'll talk about which map sensor you should choose and why. Uh, we'll talk about whether you should keep your mass airflow sensor and what to do if you get rid of your mass airflow sensor because if you get rid of your mass airflow sensor you'll want to install a standalone IAT sensor and we'll talk about some best practices for wiring, like what size of uh, wire you need for various devices and what wire to keep separate from other wiring. And we'll also touch on like spark plug selection and uh, ignition coil selection for your LS turbo project. Then I want to do an episode on boost control. We'll talk about manual boost controllers versus electronic boost controllers. Uh, we'll talk about uh, for the electronic boost controllers, we'll talk about open loop boost control and closed loop boost control. Um, if you're running a Holly, we'll talk about using the ECU for a boost controller. And we'll also cover uh, when you start wanting to go a bit faster, um, the fast guys run like a CO2 bottle with dome pressure boost control. So we'll talk about how to set up one of those systems as well. We'll talk about intercooler uh, selection and sizing. We'll uh, open up the old can of worms debate about the air-to-air uh, -air intercooler versus the air-to-water intercooler. We'll talk about how big of an intercooler you need and how to measure how well it's working, like measuring its efficiency by uh, measuring the temperature drop across the intercooler and the pressure drop across the intercooler. Then I want to do an episode on uh, camshaft and uh, valve train selection for your uh, LS swap or LS turbo project. We'll cover picking a cam, choosing valve springs, testing your valve springs, rocker arm and trunnion upgrades, how to get the right length of push rods for your LS project, and we'll recommend some companies that can help with your cam and valve train selection. Then I want to do an episode that talks about transmission and converter options. Um, we'll compare the 4L80E with the 4L60E and the uh, TH400 or Turbo 400 and talk about the pros and cons of each and uh, what situation uh, 
you might want one over the other. Um, we'll talk about some internal upgrades for uh, those various transmissions, like your clutches and servos and shift kits and dual feed kits and uh, stronger shafts and that kind of thing. We'll briefly touch on uh, torque converter selection. I'm no expert in that area, but uh, we'll talk about some basics of converter selection. And we'll again recommend some companies that can help with your transmission upgrades and converter selection. And then I wanna talk about uh, options for your rear axle. Um, we'll talk about uh, doing the Ford 8.8 uh, swap and ways of figuring out what the optimum gear ratio is in your rear axle. We'll talk about uh, installing a locker or limited slip and different options as far as that goes. We'll probably touch on some rear suspension stuff like Caltrax and uh, Monoleaf uh, Caltrax springs and traction bars and shocks and again I'm no expert in the area of suspension but I will tell you what I do know and then I want to do at least one episode possibly more uh, going into the tuning that's kind of my favorite area of uh, working on these vehicles I come from I'm an electrician and an instrumentation tech so kind of deal with some automation and programming type stuff at work so um, doing the tuning on these vehicles kind of merges what I know from work with uh, what I like about working on these vehicles. So uh, I want to talk about tuning the stock ECU with HP tuners. We'll talk about installing the, the different uh, enhanced operating systems from HP tuners. Like if you're running a two bar or three bar map, that is a speed density tune versus a mass airflow tune. We'll talk about how to do that. The differences are between a, a speed density tune and a, a MAF tune. Um, we'll talk about using your wideband O2, the, uh, logging the error on it and using that to tune your VE table. Talk about power enrichment and boost enrichment and uh, making sure those settings are right to uh, ensure you've got the right uh, air fuel ratio when you're at full throttle and under boost. We'll talk about idle tuning after you do your cam swap. And like I said, eventually I want to uh, get into uh, some tuning with the Holly Terminator stuff, but that'll be down the road since I don't even own one of those systems yet. And then uh, once I've got a few episodes under my belt and uh, I'm a little more comfortable with this, I'm thinking about uh, interviewing some other YouTubers um, in, the, uh, in the LS swap and LS turbo space and uh, talking to them about uh, what projects they've got uh, currently going on and uh, what they can share uh, that's of value to uh, the guys on my channel. Also down the road, I'd like to get maybe some technical experts on, like maybe get the, the Snake Eater Performance Injector guy on or somebody who's an expert on turbochargers or camshaft selection or something like that. So I've got big dreams for this podcast. Um, you know, the first few episodes are probably going to suck. I'm actually cringing um, at the thought of editing these first few. Um, like I said, I'm not much of a talker, but best way to uh, get better is by doing something. So I'm just going to start cranking these out. And uh, I imagine after I get a few uh, episodes under my belt, I'm hoping that I'll get a lot better. And I'll probably look back on these first few episodes uh, and cringe quite severely. But that's the plan anyways. Uh, that's kind of 
the content we're going to be putting out over the next few months. So that's what we've got coming up. So we're going to get started next week with that first episode on, uh, we'll talk about the generation of uh, the Vortec truck engines, the 4.8, 5.3, and 6 liter, and the various uh, iterations they've been through, and the pros and cons, and which ones you want to look for for your LS swap. So thanks again for tuning in to uh, episode zero, the pilot episode of the Lobach LS podcast. So. Thanks again. We'll talk to you on the next one. Bye for now.